The views expressed on the following program of those of its hosts and participants in no way reflect those of the staff or management of WNRI. The pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. It is John DePietro on this Thursday. My goodness, folks, the news is fast and furious. I want to um, welcome in everyone that is also tuning in <coughs> Excuse me to our live stream on Facebook Live. It is The John DePietro Show. I want to thank Attorney Tim Dodd. The news is uh, fast and furious. As I said, I want to thank Attorney Tim Dodd. Folks, there's no one better. Can we all agree on that? No one better in the business. As far as I think he's the top legal expert, that's why we have him. Um, but anyhow, in this portion of the program, as we uh, continue uh, on this, uh, boy, it's it's such a balmy, beautiful Thursday. It's debate Thursday. Last night, we have some great guests today uh, for the next two hours. But this portion of the program, folks, if those of you that are watching live stream, you saw them. It's brought to you by Preferred Towing and Recovery, based out of Lincoln. Mark was right there on the scene. As folks, again, those that missed it, uh, we're obviously going to be talking about it. But um, he and uh, Preferred Towing and Recovery uh, owned and operated, female operated by Christine. They specialize in towing, transport, asset recovery, repossessions, private property, towing services. Mark has been doing repossessions for 30 years. He'll get the job done safely and securely. Preferred also buys older vintage cars. You know, the ones that are sitting in your garage that you claim that at some point you're going to uh, rework and do. Well, he can do that. He'll pay you for it. He'll buy it. Uh, Maybe it's been sitting there and you say, you know, someday I'm going to restore this vehicle and you just haven't. Well, you can call Preferred Towing today at 401-725-8500. 401-725-8500. They're also on Facebook and their website is preferredrecovery.com. Preferredrecovery.com is the website. Look for them on Facebook. The guy is just terrific. Again, based in Lincoln, I realize a lot of times this could be for a company that's listing. But if you have an old vintage car and you'd like to get some cash, call Mark at uh, Preferred Towing and Recovery, 401-725-8500. Well, folks, good afternoon. 1208 on this Thursday, 1208 in the Ocean State. As Juan likes to say, and it's obviously um, a big day uh, tonight, obviously, with the debate. And we're going to be talking about that. Today is Thursday, October 22nd, and tonight is, in fact, the uh, final debate. It's only the second debate. I wish that there was, in fact, uh, I think the Trump campaign could use a third debate. But let's see how the moderator is, is going to handle. Now, we're hearing about all this early voting and everyone's out there. One thing I know. And I want to say again, good afternoon to everybody tuning in on Facebook Live. We have our new set. I want to thank the D-Man once again, folks. I'll tell you, Juan is nowhere without uh, the independent children. Between uh, Kate and Jacqueline Claire with the Facebook Live, and then also uh, the D-Man helping me with the green screen in the studio, I'm telling you, I would uh, probably be in the... Well, never mind. I won't get into it. We're going to stay positive today, folks. It's a positive Thursday. But I do want to talk about the events of, of last night. For those that missed it, you want to log on. It was uh, night number two. You want to log on at depetro.com. Now, for those on Facebook, you may have seen it. <coughs> I apologize. It's not a COVID cough. It's not a COVID cough. It's just when I'm out and it's dry and I've been talking a lot. Juan gets a little bit of a cough, but it's not a COVID cough. I want to also once again thank Folks, the folks who people ask me, Juan, how do you go out there? How do you stay safe when you're out there? Well, it's very simple. Before I go out there. Um, oh, I see. 
Okay. That uh, that explains a lot. Um, let's see. I am talking live to D-Man. I see. Uh, so we are on actually. Yes. Come in and switch that. We are actually on the wrong page on Facebook. I'm not sure how that happened, but we're going to switch over to the show page instead. So good. Um, so pay no attention. That's right, team. And you end it and then uh, do whatever we have to do and then get us up where we need to be. But folks, again, I want to um, just continue in mode. And it is uh, from Surplus Provisions on Pontiac Avenue in Cranston because they carry body armor. They have helmets. They have. Oh, good. Very good audio, says Jeff. Uh, Everything you need, pepper spray, I encourage everyone. Folks, look look at how violent it is out there. And I encourage everyone. They also have the uh, bug out bags, or if you've ever watched Breaking Bad, it's called a, a go bag. And they're very unique in Rhode Island. And especially any women that are listening, you want to, um, it's very women friendly. And I strongly suggest that you, um, I strongly suggest that you, Stop in there and pick up, at the very least, some pepper spray. Pick up some pepper spray because, you know, in a moment's notice, you might need it. But let me talk about the events. Now, Mayor Fung is going to come join us on the air at 1230. And then the colonel, uh, the chief of police in Cranston, Colonel Winchrist, is going to join me coming up. And, And what a tremendous job. I'll tell you, Cranston... Absolutely. Uh, Colonel Winquist of the chief of police in Cranston is going to join us with Major Todd Padalano. And <clears throat> Cranston last night set the tone because if you missed it, last night the people struck back, uh, the police struck back. They decided, I'm going to play the audio of Channel 12 and then I'm going to, um, I'm going to uh, break it out for you that exactly how the media is playing this. So, let me play the Channel 12 package for you. Sec- several arrests made in the second week of um, second night of protests. And I want to play the Channel six, be- uh, Channel 12 because from what I understand, the, um, the, the, the media is, is reported. They're not reporting that why the, why the police why they had to use pepper spray on the crowd. And what are you going to do when they're throwing bottles and rocks and they throw flares and they throw explosives? And what Cranston police did last night, folks, you were also seeing the difference in the two mayor's approaches. Now, the Providence police, all right, let's listen. This is Channel 12 this morning. More people after a second night of protests in Providence, this time near the Cranston line. Their protesters returned to Providence streets aimed uh, amid ongoing investigations into Sunday's officer-involved moped crash that left a 24-year-old critically injured in the hospital. 12 News reporter Alexandra Leslie joins us now. Alex, where does that investigation stand this morning? Well, Kate, yesterday, Providence police released two new videos leading up to Sunday's incident. And now, state police and the attorney general's office are both completing independent reviews of the incident for transparency. All of this happening while Jamal Gonzalez's parents say the 24-year-old is fighting for his life. My son's 
in a coma with tubes hanging out of his head, and he just he doesn't deserve that. Mark Gonzalez says his son Jamal hasn't woken up since his moped crashed Sunday. Investigators are still looking into what role a Providence police officer had in that crash. Police released two new videos Wednesday, but police say there's still one thing they don't see. You don't see any impact or collision with our victim, Jamal, or his scooter. Police say there are more videos they're looking through, including the body cam footage from the officer involved. We got to redact what is appropriate to redact. We'll get to that as quickly as we can. The news conference was followed by a second night of protests demanding justice for Jamal. The protests began peacefully, but later turned chaotic. Police in Providence and Cranston are still processing up to eight people arrested last night. They're all facing varying charges. Most are disorderly conduct. Police tell me one Providence police officer has minor injuries after an object was thrown and some police cruisers were vandalized. Jamal's father says while they're thankful for the support from the community, they do not condone the violence. If anybody wants to support my son Jamal Gonzalez, please come in a peaceful manner. Even though peace wasn't used to bring him to where he's at. Now, Jamal's father says he plans on standing outside the attorney general's office every day as a way of showing a peaceful demonstration. The Gonzalez family attorney says that the family plans to meet with the attorney general later today. Live in Pawtucket, Alexandra Leslie, 12 News. Now, again, folks, the reason I want to jump in and I want to welcoming everybody on Facebook Live, we were actually on the... <coughs> Excuse me, a little bit of a mix up with the page, folks. We have a lot of uh, balls in the air going. But what they're not even mentioning, thank you very much, Susan. I want to say hello to everybody. Thank you. Thank you, folks. Uh, really incredible and a huge, huge night. For those, again, I recognize, you know, John, not everybody's on Facebook. I get that. I get that everybody's not on Facebook. That's why we are posting the videos on petro.com. What is not even mentioned there, you know, and, and by the way, I want to also be clear. I'm not fully surprised. Anyone that watched it, I was the only media person there. Now, you have the media that is basically ingrained, embedded with Antifa, with the protesters. Last night, Cranston police, they knew they were coming. They knew they were marching up Elmwood Avenue. The crash site is basically one block, almost like one block from Park Avenue. Cranston police stood there. We're going to talk to Mayor Fung, and I want to find out. But they said, guess what? You're not coming into Cranston. Now, do I think Providence police are capable of doing that? Of course they could. Are you kidding me? Then you had state police come in. Then you had Providence police come in. And then it was like an all-star squad. Because as far as dealing with these crowds, I'm going to tell you right now, at 1216, there's no one better in, in Rhode Island. This is nothing against members of the Rhode Island State Police or Cranston Police. But there's no one better at dealing strategically with these protest crowds. And, and, and this whole business, I am so tired of... It started out peacefully. There's nothing, pe- like, what are they talking about? They're menacing, they're threatening people. They are talking about killing police. They're talking about, you know, dead cops. How, how, I, I'm just astounded at the local press. I, I can't take it anymore, folks. And even though, listen, last night bottles are whizzing over our head. If you saw it, fireworks are going off. This We're surrounded by degenerates and everything. <clears throat> but when I saw a commander... He's the number two in Providence. Tom Verde, arrive on scene, and then we're going to line up and move back and get, boom. You had Cranston. You had Providence. 
you had the state police all working in conjunction. Folks, good versus evil. Back the blue 100%. Why? You have a mayor in Cranston, Mayor Fung, who's, and we're going to talk to him coming up at 1230. He's not going to put up with this type of nonsense. I was cheering them on as much as I could. All right. Finally. And some of these other members of the media, I was pepper spray. Well, why? If you're standing next to someone, let me ask you a question, Mr. Member of the Media. Why are you standing next to someone and walking with someone who's throwing bottles at the police? All right, you're a member of the media. Do you, do you see me in with the protesters? Someone they asked me. They took pepper spray. What, why are you walking next to someone who is throwing explosives at police officers? What do you think is going to blanking happen? These people, I, I am telling you, folks, I've had it. I've had it. And, and the, a very nice compliment was paid to me. I posted on the Facebook page someone that said, I watched your coverage. And, folks, those of you that saw it, we had a little bit of a rough start. <coughs> you got to understand, we're learning as we go along. Um, there's no playbook for this. It is without question, anyone that has seen it, it, it is dangerous. And, and I, it was, it, I, well, anyhow, I won't get into it, but I thought they were going to be, these people are doing a police brutality protest. And I, where do you think they would go? I would thought there would be the safety complex. No, they're marching towards Cranston. But as someone that grew up in Edgewood, God, that was great to see. I, I, I was absolutely cheering them up. Finally, someone stood up and said, hey, guess what? This was the message. Cranston police to the defund the police, Antifa, degenerate losers, screw. You're not coming into Cranston. It ends here. You want to march around? You want to prance around in Providence with Mayor Alors, who's out leaving messages all over the place for people? You, you're not coming into Cranston. As someone that grew up in Edgewood, um, <clears throat> went to St. Paul School, then I did go to Bishop Hendrickson. But anyhow, uh, I still have so many friends in Cranston. I, I love Cranston. Cranston, to me, is in so ways, uh, it was just a great night. And then, you know, they're like, what are they talking about? You're throwing a bottle, fireworks at police, spitting at the police, them running this COVID time. Oh, they're arresting me. What, what do you think is going to happen? I, I was, I, they couldn't do enough. They should arrest more of them. And Alorza should say, as I was, those of you that, that saw me yesterday when I was at the governor's press conference, you know, well, you know, I'm not going to interfere. Mayor Lorza has, I, I asked him yesterday, he has lost control of the city. He is Bill de Blasio. He is Mayor Chaos. He and, he and Baby Omar are basically lost. This is my Halloween mask. Those on Facebook Live can see it. Uh, he has lost control of the city. Mayor Lorza is now Mayor Chaos. That's what we're going to call. Well, I don't know if we're going to call him that. But Mayor No Laza. There's no laws with Alorza. He has completely lost control of the city. This is my Halloween mask, folks. And everyone on Facebook Live, how about a thumbs up if you like my Halloween mask? By the way, this is available on the website, petro.com And then the more popular one that is flying off the shelf, you just go to the website and then you click on store at the very top is the uh, John DePietro Show face mask. This is beautiful quality, by the way. Give this to a gift friend of the show. By the way, you can uh, benefit the show that way. But I was cheering them on. It's about time. See, Providence police could do that, but they don't because of Alorza, because he basically holds them back. And they were doing this at the crash site. You know, it, it, will, will somebody finally realize that these people don't care? They don't, they've been screaming all summer. They've been waiting for this. They don't even care. Now, listen, obviously, we have spoken on this program with uh, Bernard. 
who is uh, Jamal Gonzalez's stepfather. And he's a great guy. And I respect him. And I think I'm going to see him later this afternoon. The family's meeting with Peter Narona. And then, uh, so you have, you know, listen, I, Bernard is a class act when I've had him on. And, and obviously, folks, no one, everything you hear about this uh, uh, Jamal Gonzalez is, he sounds like a terrific young man. He does. But, you know, those other protesters out there screaming and carrying on and and it becomes they think it's they think it's a free shot. Anybody that wants to take a shot at the Providence police or any police, that's your chance. And they're screaming and carrying on. If you missed it last night, I was very I want to thank everybody on Team DePietro. Um, That was not these are not easy situations to be in. They're not. Uh, but we, we are getting better. We're organized. We're going to stay out there. And I'll tell you why, folks. You know, and this is so funny because Al Jazeera, that's what I call them. The other, this progressive, they, the protesters fund this other media outlet. They don't want me there. And I'll tell you why they don't want me there. Because they want the narrative that the police are aggressive and the police are going after them, blah, blah, blah. And I ruin that because I show the police are being patient. The police are trained. The police are showing discipline. Whether it's at the public safety complex with Chief Hugh Clemens, whether it's with Major David LaPayton, or whether it's Major Lepre, or Captain O'Hara, or I'll tell you, that Verde could be a battlefield commander. George Patton has nothing on Commander Tom Verde, who came in, he's dealing with Cranston State, here's what we're going to do, boom, we're going to move them out, ready, line up, boom, and they went into action. And the brazenness of it. But what was so appropriate was last night, I was with the police. I was behind the police, if you will. The police were moving the protesters back. Where was Al Jazeera uprise? Where was the the Antifa network? Right? Where were they? Where were all the progressive? How come I was the only media person with the police? You know why? Because they were in with the blanket protesters. That Madeline List of the Providence Journal, is she a reporter or is she a protester? I mean, the other I, I don't know. Did she throw a rock? If, if, you're, if you're a reporter of the Providence Journal, why are you standing next to someone? And why are you yelling, blank the police? Did she throw something? I don't know if she did. It's tough. You're in a crowd, right? She's standing there with people throwing bottles at the police. But it was so appropriate because they got beaten back. We were the victors. We came out last night. Last night was a a victory for Team Trump. It was a victory for what we stand for. It was a a victory for those that back the blue. It was a victory for people that want to preserve our way of life. And I, I, how about some of the the Antifa people? I was arrested. They threw me in a cell. What do you think is going to blanking happen? What do you mean they threw you in a cell as opposed to what? God, I can't stand them. Oh, my goodness, folks. They just, but the people emboldened them. Oh, yep, look at that. There we go. The pe- Do you think the police want to be out there? But how great. I am, this is like a victory day for Christ's sake. Uh, now, share that you're watching on Facebook. Click the like button. Folks, let me see a thumbs up if you agree. I am telling you 100%. <clears throat> but Providence, Mayor Lorza should say, all right, I'll tell you what. From now on, what you, you guys did, because look at that. There's Verdi leading the effort, Right. Verdi's leading the Verdi could do that in Providence in two seconds. I know people are asking, you know, should Governor Mundo call out the National Guard? I, here's what I feel. All due respects to the National Guard. If you let state police be the state police, if you let Providence police be the Providence police and Cranston police last night, boy, that was just a hero effort. Are you
kidding me? They, I, they couldn't spray enough of them. I wish they sprayed more of them. I, they arrest more of them. This has got to end. Why are you arresting me? What, I only threw, how about this excuse, one of them? I only threw one bottle. Yeah, you threw one bottle that hit a police officer in the head. Well, I only threw one. One of the uh, defund the police Black Lives Matter protesters said, well, the bottle that I threw, it was empty. Oh, okay, my goodness. Well, this sounds like a misunderstanding. What are you talking about? Well, I only threw one firework at them. Oh, I see. And folks, those of you that watched it last night, is it amazing? Who do they go after? Once again, they're nuts. The Antifa defund the police socialist anarchists that reside in the cracks of the city of Providence, they go after the police dogs. They, what, what is wrong? There is something. We know there's something wrong with them. <laughs> but but there's some, they, they focus on the animals. This is, again, last night, you see it. I can hear them. There's the dog. There's the dog. Go for the dog. Why are they? They, they continue. Now, many of you know, the other night, they injured one of the police dogs at the safety complex during the summer. Who, watch, who was the one saying... Channel 10, oh, we can't confirm that. They almost killed a dog, a woman walking a dog during the July protest. And the reporter there, you don't see anything. The woman is crying. The dog is injured because the protesters, like, were hitting it with a sign. They're nuts. They go after animals. You know why? Because, well, many of them are. Again, last night, by the way, just so we're all clear, majority of the crowd, white. Majority of the crowd, white. But trash. Trash! What restraint? What training? You know what last night was? Last night was a great night for law enforcement in Rhode Island. Last night was a great night for the citizens of Rhode Island. Cranston police stood at the corner of Elmwood Avenue and Park Avenue and said, Hey, Antifa, right there, screw. Go back to, Pro- go back to South Providence. Hey, Antifa, there you go, right from the police. It was great. And then that, who do these these people like? What are they watching? And then you have like Snoop Dogg out there, and and some of these other people. It just becomes, you know, the the weed is everywhere, folks. Between the motorcycles and the pot smoking and bottles of flying <laughs> and the firecracks, the uh, the throwing fireworks. It's um. Oh goodness, did I miss Mayor Fung's uh, call? All right. Oh, goodness. All right. I think he's going to call back right now. All right. I apologize. We'll get Mayor Fung on right now. I don't know why my phone didn't go off, but we will. Um, <clears throat> let me just uh, communicate with his people. Boy, uh, if I sound excited, folks, I am. And again, I also want to mention competition shooting supplies. All right. Hold on. Have him. Have him try back. I was on a roll. Have him try. Juan is still worked up. Uh, now, listen, tonight. All you protesters out there that follow my feed, I, I want to watch the debate. So I'd like to watch the debate. I, here's an idea. Why don't you take tonight off and then you come back and protest Friday night and Saturday night? So, but I'd like to watch the debate. I would. And I'd like to give our whole team like a night off. Oh, my goodness. Um, I think, folks, again, I, I have Mayor Fung coming. And, oh, okay. Uh, oh, I know, Mayor. Let me, uh, all right, let me, let me try. I think I have, we can get Mayor Fung right. Oh, oh my goodness. Folks, all right, I'm going to try uh, Mayor Fung right now. Again, competition shooting supplies, 727, um, uh, seventeen sixteen. competition shooting supplies. Stop in and see John Francis at competition. It's, uh, I, I know what's going on. 
uh, competition shooting supplies. Stop in and see our leader, John Francis. Yeah, I'm sorry. All right, let me, I'm sorry, call back. Folks, I apologize. I'm, yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. All right, little, that's all right. We're going to get him on because uh, I want to hear from him. What a difference in mayoral approaches, right, folks, between Alorza, who tells them hands off, they're peaceful. Those are peaceful bottles. Um, those are peaceful. Those are peaceful bottles. Oh, I don't understand why I'm not getting him. I don't understand why. Uh, I, I don't understand. Just I, I, again, folks, uh, competition. Just let me call you. Let me call him. All right. We're going to we're going to call him right now. And then we'll put a it's competition shooting supply. 727-1716-435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. Stop it and see the defender of the faith. Is this Mayor Alan Fung? Mr. Mayor. All right. I apologize. Good. Hold on one moment. I don't know exactly what the problem is, but uh, folks, joining us on the line right now is uh, what uh, is Cranston Mayor Alan Fung. Good afternoon, Mr. Mayor. Hey, good afternoon, John. Good afternoon to all your listeners, too. Mr. Mayor, last night, now I want to hear from your perspective, what a night for Cranston. What a difference in uh, police. Uh, By the way, I want to say what a difference in mayoral approaches. The Cranston police right at the corner of Park Avenue and Elmwood Avenue to tell those rioters, those uh, defund the police, anti-police vandals, that you are not coming into Cranston? It, Mr. Mayor, it was a sight for sore eyes. Well, thanks, John. You know, this isn't the first time. I've always, you know, backed our police department and what they do every single day to make sure that Cranston is safe. We are a safe community. You saw that when we locked down Garden City. Yep. Uh, you saw that last night and night before, and we'll be ready uh, again tonight and any other uh, night because it's about our residents. You know, I can't thank enough the men and women in our canines, too, that were there uh, to do what they can to protect our residents. And that's what we're there for and will continue to be there for all of them. Because, John, this is just plain wrong. Yep. You know, I saw from, you know, the live, you know, because I was watching, you know, through live yep. what was going on. Oh, were you watching me live, Mr. Be- Mayor? <laughs> He I was. Live, I think half a Cranston was. I love that. Mayor Fung watching me on Facebook Live. Mr. Mayor, I was right yeah. there with your force. Boy, that was incredible police work. Yeah, it really was. I'm proud of our officers. When things started to get out of hand with the you know bottles being thrown uh, and everything else, they took appropriate action. And you know, I can't thank state police enough. Warwick also backed us up. There's you know uh, a lot of officers that are doing the best that they can under difficult circumstances, uh, and you know we are going to continue to do that to make sure our residents are safe. And I'll tell you, Mr. Mayor, and again, folks, joining us right now, um, and I'm going to miss him when his term is coming to an end, but we have a good part of this equation because uh, there will be a Fung holding office, but it's not going to be the person on the phone with me right now. (laughs) But, uh, Mr. Mayor, you know, people, my listeners anyway, are upset that then you put on local media and they're saying police use uh, pepper spray on the, the protesters. Excuse me. No, police responded to bottles being thrown at them, rocks being thrown at them, explosives being thrown at them, blocking traffic. 
when then at last resort to me if you're throwing bottles you're throwing explosives you're throwing rocks at police you have now crossed over you have put your protester hat to the side you're now acting in a menacing law-breaking manner john i personally saw because i was watching the uh you know, uh, all throughout the night, the flares that were being thrown yes. into the streets. You know, the like you said, I saw and heard. You know, the glass that was thrown. Oh yeah. You know, I saw. You know, one of the officers as he was cleaning the you know glass off of his collar. You know, uh, because you know he had some shots. You know, that were uh, on that person. So it's just it was out of control. Look, the officers respond. They're not there to, you know, um, you know, to force any type of situation. But when there are any type of threats upon them, then they're going to act. Yes. So you know, we are all support. We all support peaceful protest because everyone has a right to do that. But when it goes beyond that, as what we saw last night, the officers are going to take the appropriate uh, response to do what they can to clear the situation. Because, John, you hit the nail on the head on one point. They were blocking all lanes of traffic. Yep. And that's where, you know, it's getting out of control, where, you know, you're not allowing people, both Cranston residents, Providence residents, work residents, to get to their homes. And that's wrong. You know, I was contacted on Facebook Messenger by, um, you know, one resident who was frustrated because their son was kind of caught up, like, driving in you know, trying to get home sure. and didn't know where to turn. That is what is wrong with what is going on right now. You know, I don't mind people having a voice because certainly they have to be able to have a forum to communicate their concerns because it's serious issues we're all dealing with and you're not going to be at a point where you're disrupting everyone's lives and not respecting our residents' rights. And most importantly, not giving police, you know, uh, the opportunity to, you know, just do their jobs. Absolutely do their jobs. And, and Mr. Mayor, and again, folks, we're speaking with Cranston Mayor Alan Fung. I, I want to salute the Cranston police. I, it was, I had a sense of pride. And by the way, different people, neighbors that live on that street, they were cheering on the police because since this unfortunate incident happened on Sunday, you know, their whole neighborhood right there on Elmwood Avenue and some of the side streets has been totally overturned with the bikes are always there and people are going there to the crash site and now it's back to the crash site. And, you know, to me, it's it's they're not even respecting the crash site. You you wouldn't even know that, you know, Jamal Gonzalez is, is laying in a coma in the hospital and he's in very rough shape. They, they don't show any respect for that. They see it as an opportunity to break the law to and they're very, very aggressive but the discipline and training from your officers, as someone that grew up in Edgewood, Mr. Mayor, last night was a great night in the city of Cranston. Yeah, and John, in, in I feel for Jamal and his family. You know, certainly we all do, and we're all wishing and praying for the best for him. But, you know, you're absolutely right. What is going on with the bottle throwing and everything else, that's not responsible. You know, respecting, you know, what uh, the wishes of, you know, the family. They don't you know, care. Peaceful protest. Yeah, and they don't care. You know, <clears throat> and if you don't care, the police are going to be there to respond um, appropriately and reasonably to, uh, you know, whatever is going on. You know what else? I, I also want to point out, Mr. Mayor, that, you know, the police... 
if, if you, and I'll say this as a member of the media, I was very clear with who I was. Uh, it's very tough. There's a lot of people floating around. There's a lot of people you don't know. These people have backpacks. They have masks. They have goggles. They have helmets. They all have hoods on. You, you can't tell in the shadows who's who. So I would always try to, you know, stand so I'm not near them. But if, if you are a member of the media, I'll say this, and, and you're standing next to someone who's throwing bottles and rocks at police, d- don't be surprised if then they start using pepper spray in that area. Like, and then I start to question, what, like, you know, how about a little common sense? What do you think is going to happen? There's plenty of places to stand. Here's, here's my announcement for the rest of the media. Don't stand next to someone who's throwing bottles and rocks at the police. I don't think that's that's tough to comprehend. And John and pepper spray goes all over the place. Yes, it's not like it's <clears throat> controlled. No, you know, and that and that's one of the things that you know uh, they're using. You know, um, pepper spray to try to just gain some uh, sense of control over the situation. And it, so it and it works. Yes, and it works. It de-escalates. It gets them down. But last night, and also I want to point out, you know, Major Tom Verde, Providence Police, he was working with your force. Uh, When they started to walk down Elmwood to basically recapture the street, that that was so impressive. Mr. Mayor, I I felt like I was watching, you know, the American troops landing uh, to take over again against the forces of evil because – I'll also say this, Mr. Mayor. See, the Providence police were always put, because of their mayor, in a defensive position. They were always playing defense. What I liked was the Cranston police was they went on the offensive. They didn't wait for them to enter Cranston. They stopped them right at the line, right across from St. Matthew's Church, and basically said, you're, you're not coming into Cranston. You can turn around and go back to Providence, but you're not coming into Cranston. And they have not dealt with that before. And, and, and that's exactly it. You know, I support my colonel. I've got a wonderful colonel. Oh, yeah. Uh, colonel Winquest. Uh, we've got a great command staff, great men and women in the department that takes pride in their job. You know, uh, I work well, and so does in our colonel with the command staff in Providence. I know, you know, Colonel Clemens personally. Oh, yeah. I was leadership when I'm classmates with Commissioner Perry. You know, I certainly understand uh, and appreciate what they're going through because it's not easy. No. Law enforcement in any department across the country. We're going to continue to work together uh, to ensure that there's peace in our respective communities because that's the bottom line, John. You know, we, we are not there to quelch a protest or quelch people's voices. No. But they got to do it in a respectful <clears throat> manner. And when it gets out of control, our police are going to respond accordingly and with the uh, reasonable amount of uh, action that's necessary based on what they encounter. Mr. Mayor, I don't want to put you on the spot. With us is Chris Mayor Alan Fung. We're going to talk about Mrs. Fung in just a moment. But I... I, I we're going to now listen, I know you're in office till January, but we're going to miss your style. What folks, what you're seeing right now, Mayor Fung has a law and order approach. Mayor Fung understands the importance of preserving what you have right now. Mr. Mayor, you know, you have beautiful Garden City, Chapel View, Cranston is very desirable. You, you can't let these agitators they're, they're menacing. They're, they say it's protesters, but they're really there to just cause havoc. You can't let them do to Garden City what they've done to Federal Hill, which is by them repeatedly going up there. 
Mr. Mayor, they have people are now fearful of going up to Federal Hill and out, out in Providence. And it, it shouldn't be that way, but it's it's because it's allowed. Yeah, and we're not going to, you know, tolerate any of that because, you know, we welcome people into our city, uh, you know, to shop at Garden City, yes. to Garden City or any other restaurant place. And anyone that comes in knows that we've got a safe environment for everyone that comes in here. But, you know, if your intent is otherwise, uh, we're going to stop you. Yep. We did it last night. We did it the night before. We did it that week, of, you know, of riots and protests uh, at Garden City oh, yeah. where we had those threats and that's the type of leadership that you know we've always aspired to make sure um, we have in the city not just in the mayor's office but uh, out of that police department and even beyond the fire department you know was on ready uh, public works was there as soon as you know we saw that we sent out the street sweeper late at night you know so that we get the glass off the street so that it's not you know they're endangering just normal passerbys yeah no i also i had glass that's what looks cramped and special i had glass in my clothes uh when i when i got home that just because when they shatter you don't even realize the fragments are going all over the place in, in your clothes and they're smashing around you now mr mayor folks again with us is trans mayor alan fung um what has it been like going door to door with someone who I believe is about to be elected uh, in the district to the House, and I believe that Barbara Ann Fentonfong is going to be successful against House Speaker Nick Mattiello. But what's it been like for you going out and campaigning with her? Uh, John, it, it's it's been wonderful. Uh, a little bit of a role reversal, but yeah. I'm so proud of her. She, you know, you you talked to my wife. Oh yeah, met my wife on so many different. She's filled. She's filled in for me. Will. Yes, <laughs> that's right. I forgot about that. I'm a fan. She's a strong-willed person. Oh yeah, that has her own mind, speaks her mind. Yep, and will be a very strong advocate for the people in that district. You know, and when we're at the doors, it's funny because people are looking at me, expecting me to talk. I'm like, nope. I'm here for her. I'm holding the clipboard. And it's a fun role reversal for me because I'm just proud listening to her, watching her, you know, in action. And she's very good, John. As we saw from that last debate. Oh, yeah. One more debate coming she crushed up, it. Yep. Uh, she, she will hold her own uh, to anyone. Absolutely. You know, I believe, uh, I think Ken Hopkins is going to win. I think he's going to be a great mayor, hopefully following in your Footsteps, if he follows and, uh, you know, kind of he'll have his own image. But I think a lot of the same principles that you've executed. And I I right now, I believe Barbara Ann Fentonfung, as you know, uh, born in Cranston. I, I have a lot of friends there. I think the momentum is going her way. I think people have had it with the Mattiello crime family. And I think his reign is coming to an end. Yeah, and we're hearing that the doors, John. You know, a lot of it is quiet support because, you know, it's that, you know, the scandal ridden and he's a neighbor and, you know, they're just afraid to put a sign or you know, openly say something. Right. But, hey, you know, who wants to be followed? Who wants to be followed right. the way that he follows people? Forget that. Yeah. So you don't need and, the headache. You know, 
Exactly. You know, but the dirty tricks are going to be over, you know, soon enough in 12 days. You know, my wife is going to bring clean government, clean representation up there. And she, she even added in one of her last mailers, you're not going to get any grand juries on me because I don't operate that way. And I've been with her for years now, John. She's the right person, oh, yeah. a passionate person yep. to represent and be a strong voice for not just District 15, but all of Cranston, all of Absolutely. Folks, he is Cranston Mayor Alan Fung. Mr. Mayor, number one, thank you. Number two, I mean it. That was a tremendous job by the Cranston police last night. That shows dedication. It is professionalism. It is training. Uh, The last time Cranston had a big win like this, I think you have to go back when Olivia Culpo won Miss Universe. It was that big (laughs) last night. So he is Cranston Mayor Alan Funk. Mr. Mayor, keep up the good work. Good luck with BA. I'm going to have her on uh, during the home stretch, and we'll talk to you again. Okay, thanks, John. All right, folks, there he is, Cranston Mayor Alan Funk, right here on the John DePietro Show. This portion of the show, folks, how terrific was that? And I know uh, the other side, uh, certain people are upset that I'm, I'm, I'm not gloating. I'm just a fan of of law and order, right? I, as someone that has followed these people all summer, I'm wait. I've been waiting for someone to be like, "No, guess what? I don't think so. You're not going to come in here and like destroy the place." And that's what they do. And now they they just don't care. And if you don't believe it, log on at the website depetro.com, uh, and you can see the videos. And by the way, I also I'll talk about it. I broke down frame by frame uh, exactly the the police video. Now Tim Dodd and I talked about it a little bit last hour, but you can look at it at depetro.com. Remember, depetro.com brought to you by Allstate Lock, experts in locking systems, building security. You can link right through residential, commercial, car key, security cameras, allstatelock.com or call Danny Gruslin, 401-349-0042, 401-349-0042 for allstatelock.com. Well, folks, right now at 1247, now we are going to talk to the chief of police of Cranston coming up at 115. That was, um, and I didn't realize Warwick was also backing them up. So you had, you had four police units, uh, police departments last night, all working as a team. Providence, state police, obviously Cranston and Warwick. But the point is they were successful. And it's not easy because these motor scooters and bikes and they're loud. And by the way, the, the, the people on the bikes to me, in some ways, I know a number of you are now watching the show and listening to the show. I find them actually to be the most peaceful and the most reasonable. Uh, I don't see them getting involved. Not all of them. I don't know. There could be some. Maybe I'm just not seeing it. But I find a lot of the people that are on the bikes that are just their friends of uh, Jamal Gonzalez. They, they want to support him. I, I find them to be actually uh, very, very reasonable anyway. So far, they have been. But last night was uh, was one for the ages. Now, I am going to talk about the debate, <coughs> excuse me, coming up and also the video. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show, though, but I want to mention is brought to you by Brothers Disposal. Call Willie and Roland today, 401-688-0517, 401-688-0517 for Brothers Disposal. Now, what do they do? It's these purple dumpsters. Have them put a purple dumpster in your driveway. Brothers Disposal, 401-688-0517. And also, they have a great Facebook page, great Facebook page. It's the blue, excuse me, it's the purple and yellow, the Laker colors, 
brother's disposal. If you want to throw out some unwanted belongings, maybe you're doing a household construction project or a backyard project, get a purple dumpster in your driveway. Roland and Willie run a great operation. And folks, with brother's disposal, most places that will deliver a dumpster to you, you only get it for seven days. With brother's disposal, same prices as the other company, the other guy, but you get it for 10 days. Go with the purple dumpster. If it's not purple, it's not brother's disposal. 401-688-0517. 401-688-0517 for brother's disposal. Now, speaking of dipetro.com, on the website, dipetro.com, again, brought to you by Operation Made, encouraging entrepreneurship one veteran at a time. Operation Made, they have all these unique items. It's a Rhode Island company, and you can link through at the website, dipetro.com. Now, on the website... Um, and again, if you're not logging onto the website, folks, this is where you get all the information that you need to find out what's really going on. We have the police battle the protesters on Elmwood Avenue. So you have that. I also broke out frame by frame video of the police video and the scooter crash. Frame by frame. Now, someone just sent me a video that I have not seen before. And someone from New Bedford took the video. So... I will have that posted on the website after the program. But I break out the frame by frame the video that they showed yesterday and released. You can decide for yourself. But as I was talking about Tim Dodd, it seems there's a red car parked on the street. Jamal on the scooter goes to take the corner. He is being pursued by the police officer. He's also zigzagging in around them, right? Again, no reason to, I I don't know, as Tim Dodd was saying, hot pursuit. He's zigzagging around them. Someone mentioned something like a video game, Mario Kart. I'm not that familiar with it, but doing like figure eights around them because he's on a scooter and he can maneuver. And then when he speeds up and goes to take the corner, from if you go to, if you log on to the website to Petro.com and someone on Facebook Live, you could type that in to Petro.com so someone get the link. It would appear that he arrives first, goes into the wall, the cruiser arrives behind him, knocks over the stop sign, boom, that's the way it looks. And then the stop sign hits him, boom, on the ground. That's the way it looks. Now, you can see it for yourself and you can decide. But we have that video up, and I even slowed it down and went back and slowed it down. But then I do it frame by frame. So now we also have, did the cruiser hit Jamal? I was at the Providence press conference yesterday, Providence Public Safety Complex with Mayor Lorza. If you miss that, where I am questioning Mayor Lorza, again, folks, where do you think it is? All at the website. And then we have the video from the Tuesday night protest. 600 strong, 21 arrested. I think last night was seven arrested. But I think if if, if the protesters, well, Tim Dodd said it best. If, if they start to up the charges on some of these protesters, I, I, I do believe it's going to be a little more of a deterrent. It, and, and let me say this. If you throw a bottle at, that's a, that should, I mean, that's, you throw a bottle at, or a rock or, or an explosive at a member of law enforcement or actually at anyone. But I, I think that should be a felony charge. I don't think these should be, mis- I don't think they should be misdemeanors. I think it should be 
felony charge. And because very simply, it's because that's that's serious. And a police officer last night, that's how brazen they are. You can see I have the video of it. As one of the police officers pulls up, they throw a bottle and it smashes right through the glass onto the officer. You need glass and it all over him. I mean, they are just brutal, but they think they can get away with anything. They do. Now, I want to remind you, I want you to stay healthy. Right now, it is 1253. Folks, good afternoon. It's John Petro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Good afternoon to everybody on Facebook Live. Remember, you can always listen at the website to Petro.com. I want to keep you healthy. And I'll tell you who else wants to keep you healthy. Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can call her at 401-305-3585. It's My Health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. And at It's My Health, you're going to find vitamins, herbal remedies from trusted companies who understand quality, integrity, local products like a kai berry, honey, maple syrup, beef fresh gum, uh, over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices. It's My Health in Cumberland, which is right across from Davenport's restaurant. Stop in and see Marie. She is so knowledgeable. They also have a massage therapist they have a reflexologist you know it is such a stressful time i want to plant an idea with you they have hemp and cbd products but they have a pilates class that you could take there but i want to plant an idea they have massage therapy now so many of you are telling me john i feel so stressed about this election about the unrest that we're facing about why not since you didn't get to go away on vacation this summer since governor mundo was saying everyone should stay home and and have a very small Thanksgiving and no one should leave, even though I don't understand that. They're saying plane travel is completely fine. But why not go in for a nice massage at It's My Health? Why not? 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport's Restaurant, right in that old white church, 305-3585. Why not treat yourself to a massage? I think I'm going to go there and take advantage of it and, and relax a little bit, folks, because, you know, it is stressful. 12 days to the election, if And I don't think it's going to be decided on Election Day. I think there's going to be a lot of unrest. And as many of you know, if President Trump wins, what do you think the progressives are going to do? What do you think the far left is going to do? What do you think the, quote, protesters are going to do? Do you think they're going to say, oh, well, President Trump won? No. Many of you that have uh, followed the program know I did that interview with uh, the leader of Black Lives Matter earlier in early first weekend, I think, of August. And he said that if President Trump wins, the quote was, we are burning the city to the ground. That's what they said. Now, that was back in August. And I think they're even more riled now. So um, my point is, why not go in for a nice massage? Stop it and see Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Ryan's Appliance Repair. Remember, if your appliance is dying... Just call Ryan, 401-710-7096, 401-710-7096, Ryan's Appliance Repair. Quick story. How long is the story? I said it's a quick story. Quick story. One Saturday morning, did a wash, went to use the dryer, nothing. Called a friend of mine and said, yeah, those things go after a while. Probably have to go out and get a new one. What are they, like 800 bucks? I don't even know how much a dryer is. I said, I could do that. He said, well, why don't you maybe, maybe it needs a part. Why don't you go to a Lowe's or Home Depot? Maybe you could fit. Oh, I'm going to fix it. 
folks, I, I will freely admit the light bulb in the refrigerator can be a challenge for Juan. Juan has different talents. Fixing things is not one of them. However, you know what? I didn't have to. Maybe the same way. I called Ryan's Appliance Repair. Ryan said, Juan, I'll be right out. Boom. Fix the dryer in five minutes. Need a new belt. And not like a belt for your pants. Need a new, new belt for the dryer. Then I went to make, I think I'll have some microwave popcorn, right? Nothing happens. And then you get asked the questions. Well, what did you do? What did you, I didn't push anything. What do you mean? What did I do? I didn't, did you break? No, I didn't break it. I called Ryan's appliance repair. He came out with his dad, George. This time they had to bring that back to the workshop, but boom, fixed it better than new. Then I went for the hat trick. I went to heat up the oven. I forget what I was going to, Jacqueline Claire and I were making cookies, I think. Um, Or I don't know. The oven wouldn't turn on. It was like a week later. It wasn't all on one Saturday. But um, but anyhow, I called Ryan's Appliance Repair. And Ryan, that when he showed off, he fixed it in about under five minutes. I don't know what, I don't even know what was wrong. All I, here's what I know. If I have an appliance that's not working, I call this guy and he comes right out and fixes it. 401-710-7096. So if your appliance is dying, right, just call Ryan. 401 710 7096. He is terrific, by the way. Hi to Olad of Ryan and his dad, George. I mean, they are just, they are just uh, terrific people. Again, I want to push another um, mention of the website. Someone said to me they're praying for President Trump every day. I love that. Prayer helps. Maybe you're praying for um, Jamal Gonzalez. Folks, Just Angels. Link through. It's at DePetro.com. Gifts from the heart. Just Angels. Custom religious items. Remembrance gifts. JustAngelsOnline.com. Uh, you can link through right at the website. All right, here's what we're going to do. It's 1259. Good afternoon. It's John DePetro. Next hour, Chief of Police in Cranston. We're going till 2. Later this afternoon, the parents of Jamal Gonzalez with their attorney, Bob Carnes. Remember, he used to be on with Carolyn Fox all the time. They are meeting with Attorney General Peter Narona. That sounds interesting. So uh, that's later. I believe I'm going to do a Facebook Live from there. That is that is the plan right now. But here's what we're going to do. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. The next hour is on the radio at 99.9 FM or AM 1380. Or you can listen. You click listen live at the website, dipetro.com. So next hour, we're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. We're going to talk about the debate tonight. More about the protesters, a lot more, but a lot about the debate tonight. Folks, another The Power Hour is next. Leave it right here. We'll get an update with the 1 o'clock news and then continue. And then the chief of police at Cranston, right now it's 1 o'clock.